one. Hey, Zach. Alex, how you doing? And welcome to our podcast. Let's just shut up. All right, shut up. <laughs> I'm doing all right, Zach. Uh, another day here across the pond in the UK. Um, there was actually an announcement about um, COVID, but I didn't even check it because whatever. Um, next week, everyone's staying at home anyway because no one really works from Christmas until the 4th, really, in the UK. So yeah, um, things are pretty low-key here. How are things in the Berg? I'm finding that out as well. You know, I've, I'm technically working, but it's just real slow. Every email I send, I get an out-of-office for somebody in my company or in another company I work with. So I've been sitting around reading my book a lot. So it's been a pretty chill week, really. <laughs> Got a half day tomorrow for the New Year's. Should be a nice, good time. Nice. What uh, what book are you reading? It's called uh, Ant Kind. I just got it for Christmas by uh, Charlie Kaufman, who is a celebrated screenwriter. Um, this is his first novel, so it's pretty pretty interesting. It's about this film critic who finds this movie that's never been seen by anyone. It's like an amateur film, and he says it's like the best film of all time. It gets destroyed in this fire, and he tries to recreate it, and it's it's a little mind bending. It's fun. It's funny. I've laughed out loud multiple times. So I'd highly recommend it. What's it called again? Ant kind. Like ant kind. Ant, like the insect kind. Like you know, K I N D. Yes. The yeah, opposite yeah. of you. I was thinking of. Uh, I thought you were going to have some sort of like Marvel Ant Man spinoff, mm. um, but. What you described sounds much more interesting. Yeah, it's it's very good. He makes fun of a lot of movies in it. You know, if you're a movie buff, I would suggest it. All right, you heard that for here first, folks. <laughs> Ant kind, pick it up, Barnes and Noble if they still exist. I think Barnes and Noble got a business pretty soon. <laughs> uh, um. So today's the thirtieth. Tomorrow's the thirty-first. New Year's Eve, say goodbye to 2020. How are you bringing in the New Year's, Zach? Um, you know, pretty low-key. Just going to hang out with my pod at my apartment. Um, do a little traditional food, a little, you know, pork and sauerkraut, a little kielbasa, you know, some, some good Polish classics there for my heritage. Um, maybe a little uh, appetizers. Some, uh, we're planning on making some Moscow mules different flavors so it should be a pretty good time you know how about you we got any traditions over there in britain how does how does england celebrate new year's eve is it different pretty much same drinks food oh uh, yeah we also have 24 hours uh in a day so, so at midnight we'll, we'll we'll be on to the to the next year uh um not really sure you know uh, i did spend New Year's 2018 here in London, actually, visiting a friend. So this is actually my second New Year's here in the UK, but um, obviously very different this year. But uh, we're just going to take it easy. Um, my roommate's going to have um, uh, his his um, uh, pod over. As you said, I like that word pod. It's good. Yeah. Um, uh, and um, we'll, we'll cook a little dinner and, and bring in the new year. That sounds great, man. What, what's on the menu? Do you know? I know your your roommate's a pretty good chef, right? Anything? I'm very much uh, the sous chef here. Uh, ah, do a lot of chopping. My, my housemate Andrea, you know, is 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 a really good cook. Um, worked in hospitality forever from Italy, so 
you know, he, he's got the, got the experience over me. So I'm sure we'll have something fantastic. That sounds great. We'll have to get a review of it. The next uh, podcast, have to review your dinner for us. Maybe uh, we'll hear some of that deliciousness. I don't think ours is going to be that good. We're looking for a crock pot style uh, ease over here. I tell you what, nothing wrong with some sauerkraut. That's good stuff. You know, it's a, it's a tradition. It didn't. It's supposed to bring good luck. I think. I think that's where it comes from. But it didn't really work last year. So, my mom always used to serve the pork and sauerkraut and the kielbasa. You know, it's a very like. I think it comes from Europe. The actual tradition. I'm not sure on that one, but. Um, yeah, but it should be a good time, man. You got any New Year's resolutions uh, on the docket for 2021? Just survive, Ooh, yeah. you know. Yeah, thinking about doing some some different things. I don't know um, how hardcore I want to go into it, but I think um, you know, just adapting to the new lifestyle. Like I can build a good routine, and um, like just drinking more water, um, having a better diet. Nothing crazy, just like the same ones that I've had year after year, probably. Yeah, that's a. Uh... I like that. That's good, man. Mine's pretty similar. I'm trying to, uh, well, the only big one I really going to try to do is less online shopping for clothes. I've been, that's been one of my big uh, vices here in quarantine. You know, you're sitting around bored on your phone. You don't have money, like you're not spending money at the bar. So I'm just like shopping online. It's not good. It's not good. I'm, I'm really dumb, dumbfounded by that, Zach. Yeah. Uh, as someone who is wearing the same pants for, you know, eight days in a row, why would you buy new clothes? Yeah, I don't get it. I think it's the boredom. And I see the, like, you know, I'm saving money from not going out and doing, like, concerts and bars, what I used to do, kind of stuff like that. So, like, I see my money spending. I'm like, oh, I have extra money to spend. And it's, like, some kind of psychological thing. I get these emails about sales, and I've really fell into the black hole of it, man. I really got to stop it. It's It's been bad. I'll tell you, those Instagram ads get me every time. I'm like, oh, this looks good. I'll click on it. Like, my click rate must be 100%. I'm like a, an advertiser's dream. You're the guy buying the sports uh, jogging pants on Instagram. Yeah, that's that's, that's why they keep popping up, man. I'm fueling them. I am keeping them alive. <laughs> this is your fault. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. That's a good, good, definitely something you should work on. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me see. I had another one written down here, but my CTEs is acting up today. You want to tell me about it? Um, yeah, have you heard of the 75 hard challenge? Yeah, I've been seeing that on TikTok. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about trying it. I don't know if I do all 75 days, but maybe for January. So 75 it's like a, days is a long time, dude. It's like a checklist of things you have to complete every day, right? That's yeah, there's like a few rules. You have to follow a diet. Um, mm -hmm. What makes me a little suspicious of it is... It's basically from this supplement company fitness guy. Mm. So he's just going to peddle his stuff. But the idea, yeah. ideology behind it is cool. It's follow a diet. You take, you drink um, one gallon of water every day, four liters almost. Yeah, that's definitely helpful. For all, all our European listeners out there. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, you have to have one, two workouts a day. Um, that are 45 minutes each, one outside, one inside. And it can just be walking, you know, but as long, you have to be outside and inside. That's and a nice benefit take, there. I like that they make you go outside. 
definitely. You have to take a picture every day and you have to read at least uh, 10 pages every day. I um, like that. I mean, that's that was my other resolution. Now you bring that up is read more. I want to read every day. So that's definitely on mine as well. I think I think uh, with the home lifestyle, you could do it relatively easily. Yeah, that doesn't sound... I think the hardest part for me personally would be the diet. Because I, I don't follow like yeah. a strict diet. I just kind of like try to stay in somewhat of a deficit and eat in a holy, but I, ha- you know, I eat like when there's Christmas, I eat cookies or, you know, of course, of course. yeah. So yeah. that would be the hardest part for me. Cause I saw it has to be like a very, like you can't mess up the diet even once. Like you can't have like a cheat day. And sometimes I use my weekends as like a cheat day, you know? Sure. I think that would be the, the most difficult part. What do you think is the hardest one on there? Yeah. Diet would definitely be the hardest for me as well. But, um, my understanding is it's your diet. So I was thinking of saying, to myself, like, okay, you can have, um, like something sweet once a week, you know, or like something that's not, and, you know, um, but one thing is, uh, no alcohol as well. I know that's hard for some people. Um, but it's your diet essentially. So, uh, you can bend that part a little bit to however you want. I'm sure you'd still get crazy results. Um, if you actually did it 75 days. So I'm considering, doing it i'm a little bit on the fence to be honest because it's a big commitment that is a big commitment um and it's like one of those things like it's i think small incremental changes help you build up your mindset more of getting to like a big change where if you set this lofty goal and you fail once i think it has a bad influence on you yeah you want to have slow wins that build momentum you know that's what i mean yeah like small little everyday wins every small little goals is like a mindset that helps me so i think that's where i would struggle with that it's like it's too big and lofty like there's too many restrictions on it it would require serious planning like i would have to plan my days around these activities yeah um and yeah it's just weird with the I'm starting the semester as well my new semester on monday so then my whole schedule is going to be like pretty wonky you know right Um, that's oh i don't know that's the part where it gets tough but another one i would add to that i think is what i want to do is journal every day i've been starting to try to journal a little bit more and i I find that helps my mindset a lot too so i've been trying to uh to implicate that in my day read journal no clothes those are my three for 2021 I like it. I like it. Yeah. Journaling, journaling can be really helpful. Um, yeah, I, I usually only do it like when I'm in my own head heavily, but I mm-hmm. think regularly doing it would, would give crazy, crazy benefits. Maybe like would give you more consistent mindset rather than having these steep highs and low lows. Yeah. I think that's, that's the goal, right? Just to have a consistent kind of base level of happiness or, satisfaction you know you're not always yearning for something else or not stuck in the past worrying about what happened so i think that's what the benefit of journaling is it keeps you more in the moment that's you know that's the ultimate goal at least for me absolutely be more present yeah is a a skill that i have yet to master (laughs) that's very hard very hard especially in our current environment with all the social media and everything's pulling your attention 20 different ways, you know? 
Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Maybe we'll add meditate every day on there, huh? That could be beneficial. Five minutes. Yeah, I need, to, I need to get on that. I haven't done it in a couple of days. I'm going to add that to my little list here. Oh, you're writing a list right now. I, like I got it. a list on my phone. Yeah. Good man. I'm, I'm saving the, the planning for last minute. <laughs> Perfect. Just the way you like to do it. <laughs> uh, you'll be updated next week. Chow's New Year's resolution. So, so make sure you tune in, folks. I can't wait to hear that. <laughs> and, and how many I've failed already. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the worst when you fail it the same day. <laughs> uh, <sighs> All right. Moving on to New Year's. Let's, what do you think the NFL is going to do in the new year, man? we got the first games of 2021 coming up this weekend. Any on your list to watch or bet on? Well, uh, one of the most historic rivalries in not only pro football, college football, European football, peewee, 8th grade football included, one of the greatest rivalries is Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a Sunday afternoon game. Uh, and it doesn't really matter for the Packers, is my understanding. I think they might be able to clinch the number one seed if they win. But don't quote me on that. But I know if the Bears win, they are in, believe it or not. Really? It seems impossible. I know. From all we've heard coming out of the Windy City. But if they win, they're in. They destroyed the Jaguars last week. They won big the week before. Trubisky has been on fire. Trubisky's the real deal, huh? He's the last two weeks, I guess. Uh, yeah, he's got him in a win, and you're in game week 17. I mean, what a game, man! That's that's got to be the best game on the schedule this week. Um, I believe there's another NFC East championship game, essentially, with the uh, uh, Washington, Washington football team and Eagles, right? Yeah, not so a that's, fun. that's um, a Sunday night game. That's going to be a good one to watch. You're right. That is Sunday night. So the Eagles could get in the playoffs with a 5-10 and 1 record. That's despicable. I'll tell you that NFC East should just be like divvied up, like get rid of the teams, send their players out to somebody. 5 wins is pathetic. Come on. And the Washington football team just um got rid of their number 1 draft pick last year, right? Yeah, they just released uh, Dwayne Haskins on Tuesday or Monday, I think. That is um, crazy because he broke a COVID protocol like for the second or third time. I think that's my understanding. Yes, um, you are totally correct. He broke a COVID protocol, um, and it wasn't like he met with his uncle or something. He was at a strip club, maskless, after he got benched in a game that they lost. Uh, and he followed that up by getting benched for a guy named Taylor Heineke. <laughs> uh, who I believe is an old Dominion quarterback. Wow, uh, so, old Dominion quarterback. You don't see those very yeah. often. Go Monarchs. Uh, yeah, and uh, so I think that's a wrap for uh, Dwayne Haskins, the former uh, 15th overall pick in the draft. Could be another uh, story of one of the NFL's biggest busts, huh? Little Jamarco Rut. This is Marcus Russell action for you. I, I think it's we're we're trending that way. We'll see if he can turn it around or not. I mean, I'm sure a team will give him a chance as even just a backup. You know, there's 
NFL's always at need for quarterbacks. Somebody will give him a chance, and you know we'll see if you can make anything of it. Yeah, I think next year um, he'll be back somewhere. He's young, you know. Yeah. Um, speaking of this, this is a very like football junkies thing. Um, there's something called the fan controlled. I was just reading about this today. Johnny Football is joining it. Yes. The website I'm writing for, we're going to write about it. Really? Yeah. We had this really, we had this chat. It's a Facebook group with like six people, right? Yeah. And uh, this one guy, it's like the second time he brought it up, right? He's like, are we going to do the fan-controlled league? And kind of the CEO was like, yeah, do it. Winning, winning content, you know, everything's a lot of people aren't playing. Like, do it, right. you know. And uh, one guy was like, "I'm not a fan of the fan control." <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't even know anything about. It. I've read like three sentences on it, but I know Johnny Manziel joined this league. I didn't even know it was a thing until I saw the article today that Johnny Manziel joined it. What the heck is it, dude? So it's some kind of like weird combination of like football and esports somehow like i don't know how the logistics work but the fans draft the players kind of like fantasy football style i think like so the teams change every week from what i understand or maybe they have a draft at the beginning of the year i'm not sure but and then they they like help call the plays like they do like live polls and stuff i'll marry baby <laughs> i'll marry forward Dude, I'm going to be on there voting for four verts every two. play. <laughs> Fourth and 50. <laughs> it's going to work, man. Just wait. Yeah, but I'm not sure how the logistics work. I am very interested to watch that, though. It's going to be pretty entertaining, I think. Dude, I need, we need to read more about this. This is wild. Yeah. Coming next week, preview episode, we're going to do a rundown of the fan-controlled league. How yeah. it works. You heard it. Where you to heard it here it. first. We are the official podcast of the Fan Control <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, uh, Quavo, Mike Tyson, and Marshawn Lynch have all signed uh, deals to be team owners. That's what I'm reading. Wow. I would like to be on Marshawn's team. The, the teams are going to be on Twitch. Of course they are. Um, Wow, Johnny Manziel, good for him, man. Back, back in the game. That's you know? crazy how big esports is making it, man. Like they've thought about even making like esports like a pro sport almost. Yeah, it's huge. I think especially with younger, younger generation. Yeah, like I mean, wow. even like cities are starting to get their own esports teams and stuff like that. It's crazy. What really? Yeah, like Pittsburgh like, has their own pretty... esports team. I think Wiz Khalifa sponsors it or something. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> That's fantastic news, man. I mean, esports blew up. Uh, freaking video games are, are huge right now. Twitch is huge. You know, one of the things I regret with all my NCAA football stuff is uh, I should have made a Twitch and just played a dynasty. I bet people would have watched I don't, did they have like how old is twitch did they even have it when you were doing that no but i could have done it this summer yeah you could have really done it i'm sure well. there's people who stream ncaa football that's a classic game it is alex kaufman was streaming ncaa 14 football 
Alex Kaufman, a local radio and TV personality in Ohio. Wow. Shout out, Alex Kaufman. I'm going to, I didn't watch, you were doing the Dynasty Boston College, I believe. All right, I'll, I'll be tuning in next week. We'll I'll have a review on the podcast. Maybe we can bring him on. We'll see if we can get him. That might be a tough get for us. Yeah. I mean, what was the Barstool guy, Coach Juggs? That blew up. It was huge. Yeah. Maybe we should get on Twitch. Yeah, we could. Could do that. I have an NCA. Do you have a PS3? I don't, but I could probably procure one from eBay or something, right? Yeah, I have NCA 14. I can send to. Okay, so those that is what's hardest to find. Those NCA games go for like sixty bucks, used. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to sell it for a hundred right now. It's on eBay. Yeah, but no bids right now. No bids, man. Maybe do you want me to shadow bid it up? Yeah, I would just buy it. I have nowhere to play it, so. <laughs> Come on, you buy those shorts, you can buy NCAA 14. <laughs> I wonder if the PS5, I know it's backwards compatible. I don't know if it works for PS3 games. Uh, I think there'll be a new NCAA football it's someday. It's too big now. If they to. start playing the players somehow, if they can pay the players through it, it'll happen. That's why it got taken down. Yeah, I mean, you've seen all these uh, corporations like reaching deals with the colleges like Madden, you can now play as like five or six universities. Mm. Um, same thing with NBA 2K. Disney just did a movie about a Clemson safety, and like Clemson is all in the movie. I did see that. Uh, I so think, it's, I the think problem you could reach a deal with likeness. It's not. It's not like the te- getting the uh, team license. It's using the players' likeness. That's what the problem was because the players sued EA Sports or whatever. I see. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, hmm. Speaking Didn't of, just, uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of college football, Chad, who do you got favored this weekend in the uh, college football playoff? Uh, well, it's a, it's a big matchup. I tell you what, you got one team. They've been fighting hard all season long. You got another team, bouncing pandemic, pride in their institution, academics, and football. I'm going to take the Tigers to win it all. The Tigers for a nice little repeat, huh? Yep. I don't know, man. I like I like Bama there looking hot this season. Um, and Nick Saban's a winner. I'll tell you that. Nick Saban does not like to lose. I think they're going to blow out Notre Dame, first of all. Notre Dame has no business being in there. Um, that might be biased as a Pitt fan, but Notre Dame has zero business being in this thing. And I think Clemson's going to handle Ohio State handily. So I definitely got Alabama, Clemson um, in the final. But that's going to be a good game. That's going to be fun to watch, Alabama, Clemson. When is that game? The actual championship? I believe. No, the semifinal. It's this weekend. So we have the Ooh. It's Friday... Um, they're both on Friday. The Rose Bowl's at four, and the Sugar Bowl's at eight. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Very cool. Um, at four and eight. Yeah. So I Rose. Can watch, I can watch a four o'clock game. Rose Bowl's Alabama Notre Dame, and then the Sugar Bowl's Clemson Ohio State. Might have to watch the replay of that one next morning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I can watch Notre Dame get blown out over here with the five-hour difference. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I love watching Notre Dame get blown out. That's one of my favorite pastimes. Yeah. I've watched zero college football this season, but 
I was watching a little bit of the Bulls yesterday just for something to do, and they were not very fun to watch, honestly. Most Miami and uh, Miami, Oklahoma State. It was actually a close game, but not that fun. Speaking of football, Mancha, let's go into the real leagues here. Euro football, what's going across the pond? What's going on in the leagues? Oh, Your insider expert, little Adam Scheffner of Euro League. What do you got for us? Breaking news, breaking news. You heard it here first. AFI reports. Nico Lester signs with the Badalona Drags for his second tour. Yeah, Badalona fans know him well. He came back uh, after spending uh, five games with them earlier this year before the Spanish League folded because of COVID. Mm. In these five games, Nico was a force, man. Nico went on. He's, he's an established veteran in Europe. And uh, I think the Drags are going to be running away with the Spanish League, quite honestly, unless the rumors are true about Madrid and Jadadrian Ch- Clark. So Madrid and Dranian Clark, what's the rumor there, huh? Jadarian, Jadarian, Jadrian, excuse me, Jadrian Clark, former Weber State quarterback, has played um, only in Germany and Austria in the past for really powerhouse programs. Now he heads over to Spain. For our listeners who don't follow European football, uh, none of them. Football really. I mean, this is European Spain. football. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Spain is a much lower level of football uh, when you compare it to Germany or Austria. Germany and Austria, you could compare to really top high school programs or uh, small college programs in the States. Um, And um, maybe the top team in Spain could compete with the German teams, but uh, at the league as a whole, it's it's a lower level of football. So look for Nico Lester, who comes from playing in in better leagues, and Jadrian Clark, who's only played at FCS level and um, top level in Europe to tear it up. So you're saying Spain is a lower league. That surprised me. As big a country Spain is, what are they, just too focused on soccer? What's the insight there? Why aren't they a higher-level league? Um, I think there's less of an American influence. I think the fact that there's a lot of American bases in Germany after the Second World War really boosted up Germany and their just interest in football, period. If you look at NFL Europe's success, all of their most successful teams – we're not in London, not in Spain, not in Italy. They were in Germany, um, in part because the Americanization that happened um, in the 1950s. Over 300,000 American troops, you know, occupying right. Germany. That's an interesting little history tidbit for us there, Alex. That's a great insight. Sure thing. Um, so anyway, uh, they'll be back um, in, uh, in in two weeks, I believe. The Spanish League will start back up. Uh, so there'll be some football to cover then for us. But uh, look for Jadrian Clark signing. Not official yet. Okay? So don't quote me on it. But the rumor mill is a turning. Oh, <laughs> man. Okay? The rumor Sheffer, mill, you got, your, put it out. you got your ears to the ground. You got your sources telling you. I like that, man, child. That's some, some in- investigative journal work right there. That's what we're all about on All Right, Shut Up. Maybe I should start a Twitter called Euro Schefter. I think it's a great idea. We are the official podcast of European football. I love it, man. We're looking it. to sponsor, a, for the listeners who don't know this, we're looking to sponsor a European championship. We take the best team of every Euro League 
and you put them in a bracket for a championship. Why is that not happening now, Alex? So can you give us some insight on that? Um, people have tried to do this in the past. There was a tournament called the Big Six um, that ran for many years, but uh, some teams that were really good didn't want to compete for whatever reason. Um, you know, a lot of these teams don't make a lot of money. They rely on sponsorships to um, just stay afloat, and travel costs can be expensive. So far recently, the most successful league is called the Central European League. It acts as sort of a Champions League in um, soccer terms, sort of. So a team will play their domestic season and in off weeks play in the Cephal League. So, mm. for example, um, one team that competed in this is the Swarko Raiders of Innsbruck, Austria, one of the great teams in Europe. They're, they played um, a team in Italy. They could have played a team in, in, in the London Warriors up here. Um, and if uh, things had kept going, they could have maybe played um, even as far as Finland. Um, so there, there are some leagues like this, but uh, the the entry of teams is not structural. It's whoever can enter will um, and whoever has enough resume, you know. Mm. Um, so we'll see. Um, the big thing is there's a new league that's supposed to start this year called Elf. European League of Football, um, but it doesn't. I just don't see it happening. They, they haven't announced all their teams yet, and it's almost a new year. You know, uh, I just I'm a little skeptical at this point. The work's not in. Huh? They haven't put the work in. Yeah, they have um, some really famous people backing it um, in in Germany. Um, one guy is a former NFL player. Uh, um, he played for the Colts. Uh, Warner is his name. Bjorn Warner mm. was a high draft pick, German guy, uh, first round pick from Florida State. Played was basically a bust for the Colts. Essentially, played like five years in the league and was out. But he's kind of the face of the NFL in Germany. He's doing their um, TV broadcasts and everything. Anyway, I'm off on a rant here, but. We'll see what the new league has to offer. No, that was that was some great info, man. I appreciate your your insights there on the Euro League. We're definitely gonna check in on that every week, um, because that's what the listeners want, clearly. <laughs> but I think what we gotta do is we're gonna find the funding for a, uh, a all Euro Championship. Take the best team every league. We're gonna look for some funders. If you're out there, uh, send us a link. You can email us at awmalchow uh, at gmail.com. Absolutely. I will accept pictures. <laughs> oh, all right. So Zach, how's uh how's how's the feet been? You been running it all in the snow? What's your what's your routine been like the last week? Yeah, I've been actually running a lot in the snow. I um actually through my addiction to online shopping, I bought some all weather running shoes. So they're very good for the snow and sleet and rain. So they've been doing a great job, actually. Um, but I've been, I did something to my foot, man. It's hurting. It only hurts when I put on my running shoe. It's so weird. Like, I tighten my running shoe, and the top of my foot just hurts so bad. I have no idea what to do. It doesn't hurt when I walk. It literally only where I wear my running shoe. I don't know if it's some kind of weird, like, mental thing. But I've had a little bit of hurt foot. Little, I did a... Uh, 4K today for you, all you uh, European fans out there. Um, probably going to hit a speed run up tomorrow. Probably you've been uh, keeping up with the running? Um, yeah, I ran today. I did um, the cold run, 
Nike Bennett mm. Cold Run. Um, so it was 45 minutes, which for me is pretty long. I usually that's, do like about 30. That's a far run, yeah. Yeah. So I did um, not a crazy pace. It was like seven and a half K. Um, but I was pretty pretty tired after that. Yeah, that's a, that's a substantial run. You know what's crazy to me about running is if you look at how many calories you burn, it's an insane amount in such a short amount of time. Dude, it said I burned 729 calories. Yeah, that's only 45 minutes. There's no other yeah. exercise in the world you can burn that much calories that quickly. You know, I burned 300 yeah. today in like 23 minutes. Uh, wow, dude. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm going to take uh, the rest of the week off and Sunday try a 10K. Nice. 10Ks are good. Nice. That's a very accomplished yeah. feeling after that run. Like it's a very good pace, good distance. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, I think I'm going to plan out a little route and, and go for it. That's, um, I've been, to, I did some virtual races, um, in the fall that were 10 Ks and they're, they're pretty fun. I think you're going to enjoy that. What was your time? I think my average pace was in the 720s. I can look it up for you. Okay. So you can, t- you can take it slow. I think it was about 45, 45, Is that a mile? Minutes. Or a, a kilometer. That's a when mile. That's pace. a mile. Uh, yeah. Average. Okay. I don't know what my kilometer per time is. Yeah, it's it's fast then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, it's all good. Uh, yeah, I don't really care what my time is. So I just want to do it. No, it's all about. It's not cars. not about the time on the watch, man. It's about finishing. It's about starting and finishing. Yeah. Just that feeling no, of accomplishment I, you have after that. It's that's unparalleled. Yeah. No, I, I'm not really I pay attention to the pace. Like sometimes I see like, oh, today I ran slower, today I ran faster, but uh and it, I just see like a little improvement, which is kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Like, um I had a run the other day, I ran and I felt like oh, I ran pretty slow, like but you know, I was kind of sore, whatever, who cares? At least I did it. Right. And then I looked and I was like, Oh, it was actually faster, faster than, than last time. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, yeah. You know? That's a cool so feeling. Felt good. Yeah. Yeah. And it helps with soreness too. It's uh we're big proponents of running here on the uh, all right shut up podcast. Right. We'll let you know how my ten K goes from uh yeah, hospital well, bed. Yeah, we'll see what the time is, huh? Yeah. Over just, or under one hour. Get your bets in. I think you could do one hour. I would take the under on that for sure. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so Steelers came back with a big win, Zach. Big comeback win against um They did, man. Uh, the Colts, that's right. The Colts came and back. Someone said classic big Ben fashion, a uh, a nail butter to the end. He loves to do that to you. Um but it was good to see, man. It was good to see you get another win against a really good team. So makes me feel good going in the playoffs. We're probably gonna lose to the uh Brownies though, unfortunately. We're starting Mason Rudolph. Um give Big Ben his first actual week of rest the whole season. So the old man needs some time to heal up. Oh, yeah. I saw a lot of great memes about um, Rudolph coming back against the Browns. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I wonder if there's going to be another fight in uh, ensued. He'd probably just start duck instead to avoid the fight. Yeah, really. He's better anyway. I, I can firmly believe that. We actually have a... <laughs> Decent third string. Now we picked up, we re-picked up Joshua Dobbs. He used to be our um, backup before Mason. He's actually decent. 
He's fast. Tennessee product. Yeah, he's good. I like Josh Jobs. I'd much rather have him than Mason. I mean, if you're going to have a guy that sucks, at least get an athletic guy that sucks. Yeah, you want a fast guy, man. You need Cordell Stewart back there. Mike Vick, our old backup. You know, I want somebody like that. It's at least fun to watch, even if he can't complete. Yeah, he's like a playmaker. It's not you just watch him go back there and get sacked or throw a pick, you know? (laughs) Just he can run. Uh, Hey, maybe you can pick up Dwayne Haskins. You know, before this, people were saying the Steelers would trade for him. So I would, I would be surprised. Maybe the Steelers pick up Dwayne in the off season. I remember uh, in the in the off season, this past off season, Cam Newton to the Steelers was a big rumor. Yeah, that would have been sick. But I don't think they didn't want to give up on Ben yet because that would have been too much like who they're going to start, Cam or Ben, It'd be all this drama. I think you know Ben's got probably this year. Maybe one more year after this left in him. And after that, it's going to be on to the next next guy. And the Steelers probably going to suck for a while, honestly. They're probably going to have a pretty bad lull. So, you got to enjoy it while you can. Maybe Big Ben will, will play in the European League of Football, you know? Or the Fan Control League. I would love to see him play the Fan Control League. I'd, hit, I'd be hitting up four verts on there every game. See what his arm Quarterback power. <laughs> Quarterback speak every time. Yeah. They probably give you like an option. You type ABC. You That's know. what I was thinking. It's like a Twitter poll or something. Say, you couldn't just say like, okay, what I want to do is you yeah. pull and get the outside linebacker. Then you, <laughs> you know, oh, it took too long. Yeah. I'm sure there's some kind of like multiple choice like plays that make sense. You know. Imagine being a defender for that league. Like you're like, okay, these guys run six plays. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, someone on the side and looking up the Twitter poll like watch power. <laughs> I think it's seven on seven though. I don't think it's real football. Like Oh you're know. right, it is seven on seven. I did read that. That's better probably. Uh, there's no I way mean, they could do real football with <laughs> bank control. Yeah, that would be wild, dude. I'll definitely uh I'll check it out. Do you know when it starts? Probably not for a while because of COVID. Um I think it was like the spring, I want to say. Yeah. I'm feeling optimistic about this summer, man, at least here in, in the UK. Um, they just uh, approved the, the local UK, for uh, excuse me, the local vaccine from Oxford. I did see uh, that. And they approved the other one from AstraZeneca. Is that the same one? Um, I think they're two separate ones. Okay. Yeah. I've. Um, I mean, I feel good about summer too. There's going to be seems like there'll be like four or five vaccines approved by then probably. And I think most of people who want a vaccine will be able to get back vaccinated by then. So I think it's going to be a somewhat open summer. And it's just, it's, we already proved last summer was, you know, way better for cases because people are outside and you know, it doesn't do as well in the heat. So I think we're going to have a pretty good looking summer. At least that's what I'm hopeful for, you know. Me too. I'm also hopeful for that. It's going to be great. Um, yeah, man. Haven't thought about it that much because it's not like worth planning yet. <laughs> but, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I've been having very micro little approach really recently. Like, just think about this week, you know. <laughs> yeah, just think about the stay. Yeah. That's one thing that's definitely helped me get through the pandemic, man. You can't think big, big picture because it's just kind of daunting. So, Zach, tell us about your hat, man. I got a comment on your hat. This guy, uh, I turn on the video, 
I see him in a dark room with only the light of the computer showing me his face with a hat that looks like it's about eight sizes too big that says no problemo. I don't think it's too big. Maybe I just have to add the little snapback on the back. But yeah, I, I picked this up in my online shopping addiction as well. <laughs> Lovely. Comes Lovely. from a brand called uh, Katan. Uh, K-A-T-I-N. Um, they have some cool branded hats. They have, you know, other general menswear items. But yeah, it's some cool, you know, worded hats that I'd like to pick up. Big on the hat game lately. I, I don't like to do my hair very often since I work from home. I just throw a hat on every day. I can tell Alex you don't like to do your hair either. No, I don't. Uh, I need you just forego the hat, though. You just you just live life like that, huh? Dude, YOLO. Um, nah, it doesn't matter. Who cares? If I go outside, have to make a public appearance. Maybe I'll put like some little gel in it. But I mean, I bought this thing of gel, and I used like maybe two scoops of it. You know? Right. Because either I'll just put it on the hat or say fuck it and just fuck look it. weird. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. you don't know that many people over there. It's I like it, man. You're just living your best life. Who cares, man? You know? I I found that, um, you know, a lot of people is in the UK, they're kind of reserved, you know? But if you kind of open up, really, you know, smile at them, you know, everything's fine. Yeah, don't that's smile Because they, they're not as used to, you know, kind of the... Uh, the warm uh, approach. If the friendliness yeah, of Midwestern United States. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you yeah. developed when you went to school in a Ohio. Whole, a whole new energy that they that they don't um, that they don't uh, know. So it, it works well. That's good to know. That goes across borders. You know, maybe we'll leave our listeners with that, Alex. That you know, your warm approach it can open anyone up, even the the strangest of Europeans. Yes. All right, Alex. You got any, you have any closing thoughts for today? What do you want to leave our listeners uh, with? I want to leave you guys with, you know, this year has been crazy. Uh, it doesn't even feel like a year. It feels like a decade. But I'm sure there's positives from it. If I'm the silver lining, I saw a lot of posts. 2020 taught me this. 2020 made me that. You know. Whatever helps you. Uh, more power to you. Yeah. I agree. You know, going off that, I think you just have to, to live day by day in this crazy world we're in, man. You know, you got to stay in that moment like we were talking about before. You know, be present, be free. Be All happy. right, shut up. <laughs> All right. See you next week, folks.